Welcome back to another episode of the Saber Sports Podcast. My name is Nicholas Lewis, and I'm here with... Man, you wish your boy TJ Farmer. Ethan Lewis, Jay. All right, gentlemen. I was talking I was talking with Monet earlier, actually. We're thinking about calling this the Pirate Table. What y'all think about that? I'm with it. Pirate, oh, like, pirate Talk, Pirate yeah. Table, like, Pirate Talk. Pirate Talk. Pirate Talk? Yeah. Right. We're rocking with that, but all right. Uh, let's start off with the, the NBA real quick, since that's the, the big thing right now. LeBron James mm-hmm. breaking up the rec- you know, breaking the record. The go time scored. It's <laughs> coming so bad, man. I mean, in once a lifetime type for sure. You know, what are we thinking about that? Um, I think with him, uh, beating Kareem's record, I think he's the all-time leading scorer. Like, but being the all-time leading scorer, I think he's the goat. Like, it's the debate is over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Michael accomplished, you know, the six rings, and you know, he went six for six, and that's cool and all. But I felt like we we haven't seen anybody ever do what LeBron is doing at this stage in his career, at the impact that he's having on the game, mm-hmm. like in total. Um, he's still dropping thirty to forty points whenever his team needs it. And that's that's scary for thirty. He's thirty eight. That's that's unheard of. Yeah, I definitely think the Basil. No, absolutely. Just you know, one word to describe is legendary. That's just phenomenal for him to still be doing that. Like you said, playing at the level he's playing, he's averaging thirty. Like, I'm talking about he. And I'm carrying the team still at his age, and it's just amazing just to see, you know, um, I don't really get into the base of goats of the earth, but he's up there. Depending on how people want to debate it, I'm more than number two. Mark Aaron, he's a fan. You know, for certain. Sure. And, I mean, and, just for me, I'm thinking, like, you know, from high school. This guy from, like, mm-hmm. where any of us even be thinking about. 15, 16. You know, he was the chosen one. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, he's, he's come this far. He's had no real big scandal. And that's why I respect him, too. Yeah, you know, it's bigger than just being an athlete. You're really a great man, great person. I respect LeBron on and off the, you know, court. And it's just great person. Yeah, he needs to go. And he's still going, man. Like, I mean, he's 38, but he's still kicking. He got at least three years. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole game now. That's crazy. For sure. But, I mean, you with that, like, you talk, I know you talked about you don't want to do that, go, talk about ghost status. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, what really – almost defines the greatest of all time, other than just points. Like obviously, LeBron scored the most amount of points. I don't know what's left. Well, that's a fact. But I mean, the name of the game, game, the name of the game is putting the ball in the basket, like scoring buckets. That's like you win. What you can do. Can't, you can't really do too much. What happens with the players who can actually support their teammates to become better than what they could be? I think LeBron can 1,000,000% support his team. It's just a fact that a matter of the roster that's built around him right now. It isn't the greatest roster they made a, a lot of good improvements over the trade deadline. Yes. So I'm excited to see facts. I'm excited to see what they have in store. But, like, LeBron can't do it by himself. And we learned that when he tried to do it by himself and got swept out the finals. But... <laughs> no, no, he brought that back that way. Facts. <laughs> he got that dog in him. But, I mean, you talked about the deadline. Switch to that real quick. I mean, then what, uh, at least on the liquor side, they got they got. A- they picked up D-Low. D-Low. Picked up Monwal, but they got a center. I mean, I know Russell was at, wasn't at doing the best on the Lakers, but I don't know. Like, you all think it's still a good decision? Great trade by the Lakers. Um, I think picking up D'Lo, you have more of a scoring guard that can foster, that can facilitate when Bron is off the floor. So, you know what I'm saying? But when Bron is on the floor, you okay, Bron, you facilitate. Let D'Lo go spot up. Let him create his own shot. So I think that's great. Um, Anthony Davis, if he can stay healthy, um, that would be, be a good trio. 
Now, on the um, Magic side, I think that was just kind of random. Sending Bev to um, the Magic, they already have, like, seven guards, I want to say. So, like, adding him to the roster, he'll get like, – that was unreal. Um, they just threw him in a pile. For sure. But for certain, you know, with D-Lo, I feel like it's a great trade. You know, as he said, when you look at the D-Lo averages, he can put up 18, 20, Quick. 25. He's shooting almost making two, two and three – Three's a game. I love it. I love the trade. I love the idea of it. You know, um, Thomas Bryant leaving, you know, I didn't really like that the most, but them acquiring Obama, I'm not really ma- more mad of it, but he's not, you know, he that's not a play you're just going to see coming and impact it. We just got to see it waited out and just hope Anthony Davis stay healthy, D-Lo come in and just be a dog he is, and LeBron just seeing his legacy. LeBron be a LeBron. You're talking about that. Uh, I'm thinking I was thinking about the Nets right now. Kyler and KD going out there. What y'all think? Uh, <laughs> I I'm happy that they got out of Brooklyn. Seeing how they were being, well, especially Kyrie, how Kyrie was being treated in Brooklyn. Granted, I mean he did make some mistakes, but how they reacted off of his mistakes is what like ultimately forced his decision. I think, but him going to the Mavericks, him playing with Luca, um. It added offense. So now you got two of the top 10 offensive players in the league with one team, yes. But at the same time, your defense took a big hit with, with trading Spencer Dinwiddie back to the Nets. Um, on the Phoenix Suns side of the ball, that that's insane. <laughs> that's insane. Especially with KD. KD, Devin Booker. You always stay on the team. You know, I, I, mean, I love KD. I love how he plays. But Kevin Durant is just, it's not the same. LeBron, the GOAT for certain. It's just, it's unfair. When you look at it, Kevin Durant have been on great teams every year. Yes, the OKC team, you know, that he played on when he first came into the league or what was the Supersonics, you know, they might have been young players in Russ and uh, James Harden, but that's still a great trio. For him to go there to the Warriors, you're not going to talk about their resume. Yeah. That, that's already self-explanatory. Then the Nets, once, once again, another trio, and now he's coming to another trio. All he plays in is trios, but it never really – presents in itself and that's why you can't compare him to LeBron when people want to start doing the comparisons as well. Let me ask this real quick though with, with that make a good point but mm-hmm. you think one you think KD even has that dog in the V like that mentality is a once in a lifetime like that just that that willpower and just that that grind that hungriness just to be by yourself yeah. you know a lot of people didn't have that Kobe mm-hmm. I even wanted a few people to really have that. You know, you got Jordan, of course, but Jordan also had a partner. Kobe had a partner as well. And LeBron, he he didn't have some players. He's had great players. But it's, it's not a been, haven't been no breaded trio Kevin Durant has been in all his career. Y'all think that he'll anywhere? Y'all think it's kind of like hurt his development? I'm not saying. Not his development. I think it's hurt, it's hurt his legacy more so. Yeah. Um, Especially in a day and age now where, like, everything is – we judge everything, every little move so heavily. Like, you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? So with him, when he got traded to Warriors, it was already like, oh, KD Wild and KD Wild. How do do that? Mm-hmm. Now, KD's going to play with Kyrie and James Harden. Okay. Now it's like, okay, he, he can't win by himself, but we like this trio. It's a good trio. And then with now with him going to um the Suns, it's like, the Suns are already one of the most hated. Hated. hated about this up there with the grill for you? Yeah, no. The Suns and the Reeds are definitely tied for first two hated teams in the league. Uh, so to add KD, who's already gone through a hated phase, to add him to that roster, and KD is a big social media. He talks crazy uh, social media. That that play, everything plays a factor. 
it's just, I don't know. It's not. <laughs> I'll be honest for a reason. I kind of liked it at first with Chris Paul. No, no, sure. You want Chris Paul to win, but it's just, it don't, it don't make no sense. Once again, another trio. I'm not saying it's not going to work out. I just, that's really it about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, in, I'm excited to see how it goes. The West flipped so quick, like quite literally overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, everybody was talking about the East and how the East was so star-studded and it was going to be super competitive. The Nets were fourth in the East. And now it seems like the West is right back to being the West that we knew it as. Like, mm-hmm. Everything's competitive. The Nuggets still sitting at number one seed. The Suns are at like the sixth or seventh seed on the Nuggets. Huh. The, no, the Nuggets are playing fantastic. But with KD getting tossed right back in the Western Conference, now Kyrie's back in the Western Conference. It's just, it's really, I compared the I compared the trade deadline to like something off of WWE. <laughs> Quite literally, it's just it's complete chaos. People just flying all over. Back in the days when they used to do the Raw versus SmackDown trades, that's that's literally what it was. One o'clock in the morning, why is KD getting traded to the Phoenix Suns? But the Mavs trade, I pretty like that. You know, Kyrie his first night, he dropped twenty four. He won with the Mavs without Luka. And I feel like the Mavs are going to be pretty decent. And as you said, with Denwitty, you know, the, uh, as far as the defense, I understand that point of view. But I feel like they'd be pretty pretty decent as well with the other teams and other trades that, that went on. Let's not be quick to forget um, big moves that the Clippers made. Picking up, picking up um, Bones Highland, sending my boy John Wall back to the Rockets. <laughs> That hurt my heart to see, man. I'm trying to tell you. I'm a big John Wall guy. But um, it just wasn't working out in L.A., as we can see. And he just still injury prone. His career is up. He was just speaking down on the Rockets. Yeah, he, was, he was talking crazy about the Rockets. So to get traded, is it's not going to be a good scene. It's not. But the Clippers look good. They picked up uh, Eric Gordon as well. So being oh, – no, yeah, Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see with the Clippers. Again, adding to the West, that star-studded West. I'm excited to see yeah, it. Yeah, and, and the Grizzlies talking about they good in the West. I don't think they are. It's, it's looking worse and worse. For <laughs> the Grizzlies. I don't think they are good in the West. <laughs> I don't think they're worse. Uh, so we had another friend of the podcast just come in. His name is Orzo Robertson the second. Everything you add about the trade deadline? Yeah. I'm really just going to go off with TJ. Really just going to go off with TJ said. I'm really liking the West. The West is getting very exciting. Um, very, very guard heavy in the West now, too. Okay. Like, um, just seeing Kyrie to the Mavericks, um, really excited to see how that works with two ball dominant players. KD, like you said, one o'clock in the morning, Katie's going to the Suns. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, like, I, why do you like? How do you? I don't even know how that works. Like everybody on their phone, like, look at I'm showing people my phone. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'm very excited. I was a blue. Actually. No, super out the blue, but no, I'm blue. Definitely excited to see Katie back on the West too. I mean, I just like. I'm I'm a West Dominant person. I know it's gonna be hard for my boy Dang, big Dang fan. So Portland's out of there. But um, no, nah, I'm just excited to see how the Suns really do now. Um, I know Daryl Booker has been playing the best, but maybe with KD back on the team, I mean, something's got to shake. And then they got and, and they TJ Warren too. I mean, he's oh well, yeah, a player too. So I mean, I'm excited to see how the West does. I right, man. Now let me ask you, uh, gentlemen, real quick. We're talking about you know starter star studded players, LeBron, KD, uh, John Wall, all that. But we're getting older. You know, a lot of these people are getting older by the day. Anthony Davis, we all we see, is constantly injured. <laughs> Brad, injured. <laughs> so, like, you know, sometimes we start, we're talking about these star-studded players, these fantasy teams, where we're like, we don't know if they're going to be out by the next game in the next season. Bad. That's true. Sometimes I'm thinking, you know, we invest so much in these teams and these, these fantasies, but it's like, what's really going to pan out, man? Now, and I literally like that question because I was just thinking about that and I was asking my brother this question yesterday. 
I go, teams will really throw away their futures for Kevin Durant. Like, they just know, like, for real. Like, if you really think about it, they'll throw away all their first-round picks, all their second-round picks for Kevin Durant because they want to win now. So, like, yeah. I've really been thinking about that, especially, like, somebody who's a big Kevin Durant fan, but he is fried. That's, he is an king Fred. That's your point, you know. I'm not, I think, and I always say this. It's a lot of young stuff. It's a young man's game right now. Yes, he said that's a lot of young For sure, like, with John Moran, Jason Tatum, Luka Don. Like, for the first time in my lifetime, I can actually say this is the first time I have seen a shift of talent in the NBA from, like, there's like there's quite literally a new page turning. Where the stars that I grew up on, they're, they're watching out. Now, now, the people my age, we're, we're the new NBA stars. Seeing. So I, it's really exciting to see, and along with that comes a whole new breed of athleticism, as we have seen. We have seven. You know what I'm saying? People are dunking everything. Uh, Shadon Sharp has some of the most dunks we've seen in NBA history. Um, with every, like every, they have like seven people averaging. Around them stepping up. It's just like it's a lot of not a lot of defense. I would say, but the league is way more exciting. So, like you said, people throwing away their future. I don't think is the best move, me personally. I think you should buy into your future and develop your. Uh, that you mentioned young stars and now like but there is Cam Thomas, bro. I was I swear to God, I was just really good. Just keep all the talent that is like just to go off your point, there's so much young talent on the bench, bro. Cam Thomas just came off the bench and dropped twenty two forty point game. Hey, mark my words now. Cam Brady's just got chased to the Portland Trailblazers. But watch. Watch. Hey. Watch. Just watch. I was. Oh, we were like, just watch. We's watching the game. They just want to have a bunch of young guys' opportunity. We ain't. We really didn't get a chance to touch on like the the more low market teams, but uh, the Portland Trailblazers got, in my opinion, incredibly better with Dame, um, Anthony Simmons. Now they picked up um, uh, Cam Reddish. Like I think, and they still have like they still have Jeremy Grant, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So like, I think, I, of course, they're not a contender, but it's just good to see Dame pick up, get a squad at some. You get some weapons, absolutely. Yes. I don't need to so. Now you talked about my guy Daniel. So I gotta I gotta pitch in. I'm so I'm all for young talent building around with young talent. But if we're gonna do a rebuild, let's get Dame out of there. Yeah, really. yeah. Let's get him out of there. He doesn't need to be here for a rebuild. Say he's thing. 31, he's 32, bro. Let's get him on a super team. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is it's it's too late for him to be trying to be there for a rebound. I'm all for young teams, young talent, but when we talk about my favorite player, bro, we gotta get him. But he's such a loyal guy, and I hate I hate to say it, but like his loyalty also just gives like loser wins at least. I don't know, <laughs> loser in. <man. laughs> well, no, back to your point though. It is a lot of y'all stuff that stepped up. Like last year, Jordan Poole stepped up crazy. Like I'm talking about, you know, Cam Thomas stepped up. Like when these veterans get hurt, they go down. It's a lot of young guys. They step up. Even seeing what OKC is doing with Shea Gilgis, average almost 30 this year, Josh Bullmash, you know what I'm saying? They they have now stepping up. OKC is a good young team. They don't they don't win a lot of games, but they win more games than they should simply because they play together and like they're just building off that. They're young and they have nothing to lose at this point. So we're just gonna go out here and beat up on these veterans. That's up. Uh, That's true. In the mention, I think the Magic are one. Of them. Uh, I think really not. They don't win a lot, but I just think that they're a young team to look out for. Uh, like, right. Yeah. I, I like the magic. I like the Pistons. I'm a Katie Cunningham guy. Dude, what? I, 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 I love. I like. I like the Pistons. I like the Pistons. They they did trade away Sadiq Bay, which is oh, it was a shocker to me. But yeah, that's true. a little shocker. Good talks. Good talk. Definitely. Uh, let's shift it over to the NFL. Obviously, we know Super Bowl's coming up. She's a Sunday. Yeah. First, first, first Super Bowl in history where two black quarterbacks are main starring. What were we thinking about Mahomes? Like, what were we thinking about that, 
predictions? Yeah. I'm going Eagles. Uh, I'm gonna let them finish and talk and explain, but I'm going I'm going Eagles all the way. I'm gonna say Eagles simply because I don't want the Chiefs to win. <laughs> I don't know. What we got against the Chiefs? Um, it's nothing like super personal. It's just like uh we we we've seen it before. But I my, I'm a Cowboys fan, so I'm really I'm real neutral. Oh, this guy's like just I'm I'm real neutral right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Eagles off the fact that I just want to go to the parade. But <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if Chiefs won. Like it's like this is one of them games where it's fifty fifty for me. But I'm I'm fifty one percent off the fact that I want to go to that parade of Philly. We have Philly fifty around. That's crazy. No, Philly go crazy. Absolutely. But man, that's that's what's up. Anything else to add about that, Joe? This is Jalen Hurts' time to shine. Yeah, yeah, he on the big stage. This is his time, right? Yeah. He's, yeah. His time to prove on it. Twenty-four. Very okay, so yeah. nice. This is his. Time. This either this either can be a part of a continual legacy, or this can be the start of a new legacy. So he can make everybody regret. Sentinel, this decisions in uh, Alabama. He can really, he really got a lot on his back. Philadelphia, Philadelphia for sure is a city that shows a lot of. Mm-hmm. But they, but a lot of hate, showing a lot of hate, a lot of hate too, showing a lot of love when he first got to a lot of hate. He's had a rocky road. He's had a rocky road, but like this is his time to really prove to his city. He's already proved it, but like a Super Bowl win. Nah, you need to see a shield. But most of all, I think it's the prove, uh, prove it to itself. You know, prove it to yeah. the fans of Alabama. You know the decisions that happened and what went down. And yes, you know he might have lost the the battle, but you know as they say, I think he won the war between Endgame. You know him and Tour. You know, of course, but at end game as of right now, you know he's looking way progressive and way better in the tour. Two as in, you know, being honest, might not get he might like, get that fight and lost the QB battle, but you know he's winning the war and winning the big game. Yeah. He's doing way better than what a lot of people project him to me, especially like in the NFL. I know you, people get injured more than you. Yeah. Obviously, you're tackling. Partially. Speaking of that, do we feel Patrick Mahomes' ankle is okay? I think he's I think he's trying to rehabilitate. Yeah, I think he's good. That, that long week. It's been, it's been about two weeks. It's been two weeks. Two, two and a half. It's been two weeks. But I don't know. It's a serious ankle injury, and the fact that he played on it. Yeah. It, like, he, like, he, like, he, like, he, like, read. No, it was, a, it was a high ankle sprain. They just, like, he just played on it and then, like, re-hurried. That last play when he got pushed out of bounds, you could tell, like, the way he got up. Like, if he a dog, he going to play. T.O. play with a broken leg. If you a dog, you going to play with it. But but he got that in him though. You seen you seen him limping, you know. He's a competitor for sure. Yeah, so he will go out there and battle. That's a word you know, worst case scenario, it is worse than we think it is. Who's uh, who's the quarterback is gonna carry that slack out? It's Jalen Hurt. It's weird. Mahomes goes out. That is Jalen Hurt. And then walking that lives on that point. Chad Henney is getting the job done. Yeah, one little drive, but the being a big game and play the whole game, yeah, it's totally different. Yeah, I'm gonna be all on them all the views, gone. Nobody wanna watch that game no more. That game is the search. That that D line, oh my gosh. The Eagles D line is oh man. I mean, yeah, the hose is gonna stick it out, man. <laughs> yeah, hope you probably gonna hit on. Hopefully. Alright, uh anything else to add? Uh that's a wrap. Yeah, that's a wrap. Yeah, so thank you guys so much again for listening to this episode of, was it the Pirate Table? Pirate Talk. Pirate Talk. Pirate Talk. Pirate Talk. Pirate Talk. We're going with the Pirate Talk. Pirate Talk. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pirate Talk. My name is Nicholas Lewis. I'm TJ Farmer. I'm Keith Norris Jr. And I'm Orza Robertson II. 
We're going to see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in.